In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jack, Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Just Farrick and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. All right. Welcome back to Jap Talion and this guy. This is this guy, Eric. I remain Joseph. I'm Morgan. And this, as you probably know, but may not, is a show where we all catch up a little bit, have some banter. One of us will do a topic, picked usually by coin flip, sometimes not. And uh, we loosely use the topic as a guide for something to talk about so we don't start uh, just trashing people in our daily lives. (laughs) But we can if you request it. Yeah, that's not off the table. We sometimes still do that. (laughs) And then, you know, once we're done with that, we wrap it up. Excellent. Good little summary. That was a good description of what we do here. That was sufficient. It meets the bare minimum standards. <laughs> the bare minimum. <laughs> I got to um, speak louder. There you go. Speak up. It meets the bare minimum standards. <laughs> Joseph the Minimalist. Joseph does the least amount of work he could possibly do to get by. Oh, hey, you want some stairs going up to your porch? Just stack some pallets and cinder blocks. What's the big deal? I know you're willing to pay to have that 1970s tile pulled out of your bathroom, but my god, that would be a lot of work for me, you know? And he's not opposed to other people doing the absolute minimum. Hey, son. So I see you got all D's and C's on your report card. Well, there's no F's. So here's a couple dollars for your adequate mediocrity. (laughs) Joseph the Minimalist. All right. Um... Anybody have anything super interesting happen? Just itching to talk about it this week? I just got back from an adventure. Word? What oh, happened? Oh, shit. Skydiving? Where'd you go? I went to um, Georgia to a sweat lodge. The Godstones? <laughs> no, to a sweat lodge. Okay. Sweat lodge. sweat lodge. Again, you did another one. I did another one, yeah. You really don't like the heat. I'm just pointing that out to you. Yeah, this is different, though, because I'm like... Praying and meditating. That's the only way you can put up with that level of heat. <laughs> yeah, okay. All like, right. There's an I extreme level of discomfort going on. If you're not focused on prayer and meditation, you're just fucking can't wait to get out of there. Jesus. It's intense. It was cool, man. They like they brought out an owl, cut it up into pieces to make it into, you know, whatever Dinner? stuff they use. An, no. No, just owl? to make it in Yeah, like an owl, you know, whoo. But it was already dead? Yeah, it was already dead. And then they did like a flesh offering. And then we... Wait a minute. Was this like a Native American thing or like a Satanist thing? A Native American thing. Yeah. Just making sure you you do venture into both categories sometimes. Yeah, I do whatever. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. I'm (laughs) open-minded. Do you? And then we did the, uh, you know, we did the sweat and it was fucking cool, man. The singing was really impressive and dude it was was it in ya hi 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 what was weird is i don't know any of these people and neither did Kristen. we've never met any of these people ever before but they were super friendly yeah and they were friendly but then we get into like a small like sort of bushcraft container with like four thousand degree glowing hot stones and like steamy hot water and sage and like we're all crowded in the small space half naked sweating on each other please don't ever invite me i don't want to go to the sweating (laughs) on each other yes when i think about it i'm like how can i fucking do that but when i'm in there doing it i'm like praying and meditating and it's like that's like not even it's not even really on my radar like the discomfort the people being close to me thing being in an awkward position because you're sitting on the fucking ground and i'm like 52 None of that's like really going on. Everybody got their balls and boobs out in that thing. Uh, actually, the women are really covered, but the I I think that's like a but. I think that's a gender indifference that occurs in that situation. The men are like almost naked, 
the women are like covered head to toe, like from their neck down to their feet with a dress. Oh, so they got the patriarchy there too, huh? Yeah, they got the patriarchy <laughs> there too. <laughs> Cover your boobs and butts. That's right. It might be easier with a long dress on. I don't know. Sounds like they're roasting chicken. Like, that's all I heard is like... Dude, it's so hot. Sage and spices. He would throw water. (laughs) He threw water on everybody at one point. And he threw the water on me. It was really cold at first because everything's... That would have just... But (laughs) a few seconds after it got on my skin because the air was so hot, it felt like it started cooking my skin. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It was like got really hot. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Then we stayed in a motel. Saw that on Facebook. Dude, like the saddest fucking motel. I saw that on Facebook, and I guess you posted it on your way home. Yeah. Or when you got home. Yeah, on my way home. Yeah. And I was like, 31 minutes ago, is this motherfucker going to be at the show? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> no, I posted it on the way home, but it was like, God, it was depressing. It was like yeah. so awful. There was no shower curtain. You know, <laughs> It looked like somebody what kicked a hole fuck? in the bathroom wall. It was, and there was like shady people hanging out. We got there like at midnight. There was like people Why? hanging out on the balconies, like looking oh. around, being all shady, you know? Why? I'm going to tell you, we're going to Bill Burr in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Not next week, but the week after. Well, we, well I, know a, I know a motel we could stay at. Nah, brah. <laughs> we ain't staying in no shit like that. <laughs> I don't stay in places like that uh, since I got clean. Okay. Kristen made the reservation. She was like, I... You know, she honestly thought Red Roof Inn was a good place. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was giving her shit about it. And I was like, well, maybe I'm wrong. We go there and it was like exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah, that's what like my a night every in. Red Roof Inn experience has been. Well, we'll you know? stay at like the Hilton or the Westin or something when we go. Next time I go somewhere with I'm picking the plate. I'm picking the, the shelter. There you go. No Knights Inn, no Scottish Inn. No Econo Lodge. Yeah. yeah none mm-hmm. of that. We ain't doing that shit. Western, best Western, whatever. Are we done? Naming, Omni Netherlands. Are we done naming shitty hotels? Yeah. I'm staying at the Omni Netherlands. Delta Inn. And those are the only sponsors we've been able to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool if we got like Delta Inn for a sponsor. Would it? That would yeah, be cool. No. Yeah, we could would talk it? about how great Delta uh, Inn is. Delta totally. Inn. Would we get like a ration of crack a week or something? I was going to say, I totally got a room there and smoked crack. <laughs> When I was supposed to be at my contractor (laughs) seminar learning how to pass the contractor's (laughs) exam. (laughs) They got to fill in a niche. A niche? A niche. I got a niche. niche. I scratch it. It's a niche market. All right, that's all I got. Morgana? Me? Uh, My girlfriend had a surgery this week. I don't think she wanted me to talk about it, but uh, she got a... Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) She got her boobs lifted this week and uh, positioned with some stationary devices implanted into them. So I'm happy for her. We were, I went to drop her off Tuesday morning. (laughs) That explanation. I'm like picturing like small cranes implanted on her shoulders with little, little cables coming down, holding them, holding them up for her. Yeah. I went like, um, what was uh, Logan's name? Weapon X. Yeah. Like I went like Weapon X with it too. There's like all these weird cables and shit coming from her. So we're in the parking lot of this uh, plastic surgeon's office and it's downtown. Walmart? Right? It's the old Greyhound bus station, like old, old Greyhound bus station. And there's a lot of. Did you say there's a plastic surgeon at the old where? Old bus station. Yeah, but this dude's like. <laughs> it just sounded funny, man. Yeah, like a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Plastic well, surgery must be getting tough, man. No, it's week. really nice. It's like a it's like a, a historical building now. That's how okay. old it is. Yeah, and yeah. it's really nice. Um, it's cool that they not ha- a van, not a van. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. But he, uh, the the guy apparently graduated high school at 16, graduated med school at 24. He's like the Doogie Hauser plastic surgeon. He, he had all this shit on his walls uh, about his certifications and degrees that he has and stuff. Okay. And yeah. he was friendly. Anyways, that's not the story I'm getting into. Oh. Um, we're in the parking lot. This is just like... We're just sitting there waiting on the nurse to come out and get Brandy. And some dude walks behind the car and he's like walking over and he looks like, have you ever seen the movie Powder? Yeah. An albino? Right. He, yeah. He's he's 
looks like he stays inside, the guy that walked behind the car. <laughs> and he's real skinny and stuff. And uh, brain, like, it's fucking 7 o'clock in the morning. No reason for her to be like this. She had coffee. No, she didn't have coffee because she can't have anything before surgery. Maybe that's why. She was like, look at that pale looking motherfucker. Fucking daywalker. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, Brandy. I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? And I pulled out my phone and started putting it in my weekly review notes here. <laughs> like, hold on, say it again, because I need it word for word. Um, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? She's like, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. And I'm like, what does it even mean? What the fuck is a daywalker? Well, okay, Mr. Comic Book Guy Morgan. A daywalker is a type of vampire or half-vampire who can walk in daylight without harm. Blade from the comic books. You know, Morgan, Wesley Snipes in the movie, Blade. Blade is a daywalker due to his mother being bitten and turned into a vampire while she was pregnant. Vampires are very jealous of daywalker powers and would have tried to create more daywalkers if it were easy to achieve. This comes from bladefandom.com. Is that like Anybody? a vampire that walks during the day? Yeah, that's Blade. Oh, okay. That's Blade's where she got walker. it from. Yeah, that's yeah. where she got it from then. And then I just wanted to mention that she had a... a I, I, so I've been waiting on her. I've been cooking all the meals and stuff at the house, and I went to get a measuring cup. She had to tell me where they were, and they're like these nice-looking measuring cups. Got like flower print on them and shit. I pull it down. I'm like, damn, this is nice. What the fuck? kind of measuring cup is this just get the whole set for a dollar from like yeah dollar general she's like no it's pioneer woman and i was like oh no i was like really pioneer woman oh and she's no. like yeah it's really nice and i was like you know i just you know pioneer woman is rita drummond and she's like she's like uh, okay and i was like her family fucking did that shit to the osage indians what are you doing with her shit? Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Fuck her. Send it back for a refund. <laughs> She's like, we need to burn it. I don't know. Anyways, that's, I just wanted to point that out. I feel like there's more stuff for me to talk about, but I'm not going to. Do it. All I've got is next week I'm going to have a vasectomy done at the homeless center downtown. <laughs> <laughs> In the parking lot, just to be clear. No parking lot at the mission. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Eric's fucking with us. He doesn't need a vasectomy. Yeah, I'm not getting a vasectomy. Oh. I don't think I, I, I think maybe I shoot blanks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've never had a run-in with pregnancies, and I've done some banging in my time. Unprotected banging with uh, yeah. fertile females yeah, of the human species? For like the, I think for Just gotta the... Just got to specify. Uh, <laughs> There's details. All the things got to line up. <laughs> I, for a while, um, Annie's, I'm pretty sure, been off of birth control. I don't think she'll mind me saying that. Maybe she will. I'm going to give more medical information out. <laughs> She's got uh, thyroid issues. <laughs> naming all of your stuff. Club foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. I've been busy with stuff. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've That's been uh, super fascinating. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> Been door dashing. We did. We finished. Um, were you done? Yeah, I got. I really don't have much. I've just been super okay. busy, but nothing like interesting sticks out. Not every week's an action movie. We did finish our um, uh, Game of Thrones. We finished the season. We started it during COVID, I think, and we were able to finish it. Now I'm going to get her on The Sopranos starting tonight, so that we can watch that movie. Oh, yeah, because it I, came out like Friday, didn't it? Yeah, I got HBO Max. It's right there on there. So Ooh, man, I wanted to see that movie. Yeah. So, anyways, Game of Thrones, dude. It's funny. I've seen it three times. I've watched the series like three times wow. now. Every time I watch it, it's like uh, I have a different favorite character every time. Um, I obviously I pick up new stuff every time too. You know that happens, but it's like I'm still sitting over there like tensed up and grabbing the pillow the couch pillow and shit like fuck what are they gonna do yeah have you guys ever watched it no but i get that with walking dead yeah when i rewatch mm -hmm. that yeah i'm all like emotionally caught up in it again yeah yeah the game of thrones is good i started the book uh last week too book what book are they on now 
I don't know. I just picked up the first one, the Game of Thrones. Wait, is this a a real book? Like a paper yeah. or an ink? Come on, man. I'm just asking. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> it's not, is no, it? No. Okay. It's somebody right. it's somebody with a British accent I'm reading not, it to me. Yeah, I'm not criticizing. That's the way I do books too. Somebody yeah. reads it to me. They do voices. I ain't got stuff. time for that shit. What do I look I'm like? Gonna... I'm like a fucking wizard or something sitting in a castle <laughs> with nothing to do but read books. <laughs> right. I'm going to warn you that in like 2008, I started reading. They had the first three books out mm-hmm. and then they released the fourth soon after that. And it took like another five or seven years to release the fifth book. I and I say, gave I up after five. that. Have you read them all? Um, I read up until the fifth book. Yes. Oh, shit. Really? Mm hmm. So yeah. you know the whole. I mean, they. Well, leave that's some, not the end. There's still more that he has yet to write. Yeah, they're yeah. coming out with um, the House of Dragons, which is going to be the prequel to yeah. Game of Thrones. They're coming out with that, which is set 300 years prior to. Yeah. Um, that's coming out on January 1st on HBO, and uh, but yeah, there's Fire and Ice. I think is next. That's the next one that I'm going to read. I think, yeah. but. I got to get through with this book. They're big. They're big books. Yeah. Like Harry Potter thick. Yeah. Fire and ice. That's that's used as a describer of people who are real volatile with their emotions. Yeah. I used to date a girl who was fire and ice. Didn't the, we all? The first, yeah. the first one's called Game of Thrones. The first book. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then the second one's like. Oh, wait. Is the second one not fire and ice? I think the whole series is called A Song of Fire and Ice. That's like the name for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what... Uh, the third book is Storm of Swords. That's probably one of my favorites. Wow, um, that's a cool name. That's when like the Red Wedding and all that happens, I believe. That's or that may be book. Feast for Crows. I don't remember what the second book is. The fourth book, Feast of Crows, I found a little bit tedious. But then... Uh, Dra- what was the fifth one like storm of dragons or some shit like that i don't know it was it picked back up again but um i do have a media review thing oh it's good a really here good we go show. it's on hbo max i think it's a bbc show it's called ghosts and it's a um comedy very british comedy um and the premise is uh, a woman and her boyfriend um, inherit, or the woman inherits a property. It's like a castle um, that she knew nothing about. It was some like distant relative, and she's the only surviving member of the family. So she gets this thing. And shortly after they move in, they're trying to like renovate it and turn it into like a hotel or something. Um, she has like a near fatal accident and starts seeing ghosts. And there's all these ghosts that live in the house, but they're all from different time periods. So, like, the oldest ghost is this, like, Neanderthal caveman, but he's really intelligent. Like, he act, you know, he acts like a, ooh, caveman. But he's, like, really... It's on Netflix? No, it's on uh, HBO Max. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's won, like, awards and stuff for, uh, for comedy. It's a really funny show. It's a really good show. So, if you have time, check out Ghosts. So, it's, like, ghosts. a sixth sense... Sixth, sixth sense thing. Kind of, it's well, kind of. She sees the ghost, and then her boyfriend becomes aware that she can see the ghost because they're like giving her information. Oh, her so boyfriend she can, can still it. see her, so she didn't actually die. No, she just came close to death. Oh, so, so now she can see really. all these ghosts. So she's in all these situations where like people are talking to her, but she also it's like having schizophrenia. There's also like. 12 oh, ghosts in the house and they're all like very self-centered and constantly talking to her as if nobody else is there. Cause that you is know. like a sixth sense kind of, um, scenario though. Cause that kid scenario. Could, yes. Yeah, yeah. But Except the feel of it is Bruce was dead. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Yes. Bruce is dead. Thanks Joseph. But just, spoiler alert. You just ruined someone's nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're clash we, of the Kings. I'm sorry. I think that's the Clash next book. of Kings. That's the second book. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I think that's the next one that Amazon told me to get. Yeah. So the first one's Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second one. That yeah. That's the second book. Then. Yeah. Good. Cool. So are we? Are we flipping a coin this week? Do we decide? I don't think it matters. I haven't done one in a while, right? 
Yeah, we usually, if it's been a while, because the, the coin flip's not perfect, it could keep one of us out of the loop for a while. So, all right, well, Joseph, you want to give us a little taste of what it's going to be about? Yeah, yeah. It's um, a smattering. <laughs> I'm doing this this dude. I can't decide if he's Whoa. just like tragic or like a fucking total fucking scumbag. It's a little difficult to decide. Well, Maybe he's a little of both. Hopefully you find out before you finish doing them. Oh, yeah, Joseph. You like that? Yeah, Pazuzu. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, but I'm doing a Pazuzu Algorad. Yeah, you've said that name before. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, it's his birth name was John Lawson. Wait, you're not starting your topic now, are you? No. Is he from here? From North Carolina. States? He was born in San Francisco. But he ended up in a small town in North Carolina. Okay. Like at a young age and then started growing up there. Was it near Horsecape? Uh, no, that's in South Carolina near Sumter. Oh, that's right. This is North Carolina near um, that city. Charlotte, I believe. I think it's near Charlotte. Nice. Yeah, and he, at one point in his life, he changed his name legally to Pazuzu Algarad. Can't wait to hear why. Yeah. Well, I will inform you as to why. It's more than just him changing his name. It's like a whole thing. Word. Y'all haven't heard of this? No. You've brought it up before, but that's the only thing I've heard of. No, you said it was something. It seemed like something I would do a topic on. And then I looked him up and I was like, man, I ain't doing a topic on this dude. Yeah, it's like a crime thing. So, okay. You know, cool. Hell yeah. Pazuzu Agarath. Yeah, close enough. All right. <laughs> what a dick. We will uh, <laughs> be right back after these messages. <laughs> you know, most motels won't let you know what they're really doing. But here at Daywalker's Inn, it's in the name. If you're looking for a lovely escort for the evening, you won't find her here. But we do have some of the trashiest she-males that haven't slept in a week and a half. You can find all your favorite drugs and bugs in this unpopular spot. In most hotels, you find a Bible in the drawer. Here, we put two doses of Narcan in every nightstand. Shower curtain? Did you really think you were going to have time to bathe? These tubs are used to sober up the drunken, disorderly guy that just fell through your window. The Daywalker's Inn. Of course, we're not real vampires, but we are up at night, and most of us will bite. And welcome back to the happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to remind everybody that life is not fair. It's not even fair for children. Sometimes you have to choke the life out of someone for a $5 hit of crack. (laughs) And that's just the way life is. Yeah. Everybody's listening. They're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, welcome back from the break. That's why we shut the equipment off every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to keep some of it off record. Kick Joseph's stuff over there. Sorry, Joe. Hey, I'm going to take my shoes off, too. That looks like fun. <laughs> Eric, did you have your glasses on earlier? I took them off because they were fogging up. It's so muggy in it's here. It's hot in here, yeah. Did they purposely shut our thing off to, like, influence know, us to get the fuck out of this building? We're leaving. We're leaving anyway. I know. It seems like, though, that for a while there's been these tactics going on to get us out of here. I mean, not really, <laughs> but it's like... just There is no practical way to shut that register off. <laughs> I mean, you can shut it off right there, but we would see that. To shut it off in the ductwork would be like you'd have to go in the ceiling. Right. You'd have to install like some kind of jury rigged shut off this like one a damper. piece of duct. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, our electricity in this room's already went out several times. The guy next door to us basically screams every conversation he has. <laughs> he has an outdoor <laughs> voice for sure. Yeah, yeah, and he leans like right up against that door to do it. Yeah. yeah. When he knows we're in here recording. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably need this room for their, their own business. It would benefit them. Would it? To shut off our AC, fuck with the electricity, and yell through the wall. Yeah. Damn, Joseph. I'm going to take a poo on someone's car. Poo. Let's fucking do it. Before we leave here, I'm just going to go take a steaming pile in the hood of somebody. I don't know whose car it's going to be, just somebody out there. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph's bike. (laughs) A steaming poo. My bike's not out there right now. So Joseph's talking about patchouli and the algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, so this this Pazuzu, dude, right? Pazuzu Algarad. All right, uh, he was born as uh, John Lawson, John Alexander Lawson, mm. right, in 1978. So he's like about 11 years younger than me. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a brother that was born in 78. Ah. Probably not the same guy. <laughs> no, no. Ah. Anyway, so he was born in uh, San Francisco, California. And his parents divorced when he was about five. Ah! <laughs> did they now? Um, Whatever. Oh, did He moved they? with his uh, his mother, Cynthia Lawson, to Clemens, South... Or... Says South Carolina. I thought it was North Carolina. I think it's Clemens, North Carolina. I thought Clemens was in South Carolina. It may be close to the border. Okay. Clemens, South Carolina rolls off the tongue. I, th- I think that is a South Carolina thing. We I will, live, I will investigate. We all three live here in South Carolina. One of us has lived here his entire life. The other oh. one's lived here almost his entire life, and I've lived here okay. a third of my life. Who's lived here their entire life? You. You? you? Uh-uh, I lived in Ohio for a while. What? Really? Clemens, North Where? Carolina. Okay, huh? this we're totally getting sidetracked. I never knew you lived in Ohio. Just you for told a bit. This? My, my, um... My biological father was up there, so we went up to stay with him for a while. I don't remember how long it was. I was very young. You were born here, though, right? Yeah, I was born right here in this room. Augerad. <laughs> Augerad? Yeah, Clemens, South Carolina, is that right? North Carolina. It is North Carolina? Okay. All I, right, I, Joseph was wrong. I wrote out South Carolina on my notes for some reason, and that didn't feel right because I was like, this is in North Carolina, not South Carolina. We don't allow this stuff down here. Even though you're right, I'm still going to call you wrong. Okay, so this dude, um, <laughs> this dude John Lawson, uh, Pazuzu, he was John Lawson at this time. When he was a kid, he was diagnosed with um, some mental and emotional issues. That's him. I'm showing oh, Eric wow. a picture of him. He looks like a lunatic, doesn't he? It looks like he made some poor decisions somewhere <laughs> along the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at a, at a young age, he used to uh, harm animals and consume, start consuming drugs about the age of 13. Um, he was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia and agoraphobia. You know, obviously alcohol and drug addiction, you know. Um, <laughs> and Cynthia did the responsible thing of getting him medical help, you know, when he was young. But at some point, she ran into financial issues and then was not able to continue giving him the medical, like, attention for his mental health that he needed. And yeah. so his condition started to kind of run off the rails. Wait, why couldn't he get his medicine? I was looking uh, at Because she, she ran into financial issues. You know, like, I guess his trouble. Mom? Yeah, I don't know, trouble holding down a job that could pay it or something. Uh, uh, I do find this, some of this kind of, I didn't live in North Carolina in the uh, 90s. Uh-huh. But I'm assuming they had some kind of social social system to help people who were at financial difficulty get medical and mental health attention. Dude, mental Mental health help through those types of things is like you might as well not even try. Seriously, like our mental health in this country is rough. Yeah, and this—that's what I was saying before about I don't know if this guy's a scumbag or if it's just a tragic thing, because it seemed like this guy fell through the cracks on a lot of systems, like on the legal, like with the law enforcement and with legal systems and with. social help and mental, emotional help and just, uh, you know, just 
people around him being like, oh, shit, this guy really needs help. Something's fucked up here. Like, he seemed to fall through the cracks on a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of cracks, yeah. A lot of cracks. Cracks everywhere, baby. And sometimes you got to choke the fucking life out of somebody to get it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay my son his money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in 2002... um, Living living in North Carolina, um, this dude started doing things to intentionally alienate himself from people. He changed his name to Pazuzu Ela Algarod. Uh, Pazuzu's the name. You all know where that comes from. It's a Satanist thing, isn't it? It's the name of like the king of demons from Sumerian, uh, you know, culture, religious culture from way back in the day, like pre-Bible stuff. And then it comes up in some horror movie stuff like The Exorcist. It was supposedly named oh, the yeah. demon that possessed that little girl in The Exorcist. I thought it. I would have it guessed. It came up in your in your episode that Morgan did about um, exorcism. I never. I know. I just noticed it. I was yeah. pointing, and nobody can see me pointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember Pazuzu. I thought it came up when she listed out the names of all the different demons that it were possessing her. I thought one of them was Pazuzu. No, it wasn't. Who's the um Go back and check it out. Tell us <laughs> who is right. Who's that science fiction writer who is like uh, was also extremely racist? He did really good science fiction, but L. Ron like Hubbard racist no, maybe. Um yeah, L. Ron Hubbard the occultist and uh, cult leader. No, the and science fiction writer. You would it's someone that you Kurt Vonnegut. No. No. <laughs> C.S. Lewis. What the fuck was... Um, there's a HBO show based on his some of his writings H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft, yes. Thank you. Racist. I thought it was attached to that. Is it not? He may no. have used that demon at some point, maybe. No? Okay. Uh, I'm just I wrong. So. I don't think I've caught that one. I've in, never heard of H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, check it out. He does some good writing. Okay. Guy's kind of racist, but it might be one of those things, you know? There's like racist tones all through his stories. Um, Is it old? It's old. Yeah. Okay. Because I've done like, um, uh, what the fuck is the playwright's name? I've done some plays by this guy, Neil fucking something. Patrick Harris? (laughs) (laughs) No, this dude, he just died. He just died like last year. year Neil Gaiman? Neil Simon? Um, That's it, right? No. No, it's Gaiman. um, Neil Simon, yeah, Neil Simon, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Just get a play with him, yeah. Plaza Suite, and, yeah, and uh, and I did another one too. Was it Neil Gaiman? No, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> oh, Barefoot in the Park was the other one I was in. Yeah, and there was Barefoot in the Park. There was a lot of racist undertone in that fucking like he was making fun of Chinese people and and Indian or something. They were oh my god, it was awful. Where we had to like change some of the lines in the play to stay away from it. But, you know, it was written in the 60s. He's like a billion years old. Is this the same thing? The Lovecraft fella? No, I've, I've totally lost track of what's going have on Have either now. of you seen Lovecraft Country? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm in three about? separate conversations. <laughs> have y'all seen Lovecraft Country on uh, HBO? It's a series. No, I really enjoy his writing, though. It's done around his writings, but it highlights like racial tensions in America. It's a good show. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. His writings. Okay, we should. Yeah, Pazuzu Algarad. <laughs> <laughs> should we go back to debt? Uh. All right. So he was <laughs> Pazuzu. He's like living in a small town in North Carolina. He starts trying to alienate himself. He changes his name to this weird fucking name, Pudusi. Um. <laughs> He uh, starts claiming to be uh, a Muslim, a Satanist, a cannibal, starts doing animal sacrifices at his house, um, starts getting tattoos like on his face and shit, and like a tattoo on his arm. I think it's on his forearm, just says Satan. So what's the tattoos on his face mean, though? Because there's nothing wrong with getting a tattoo on your face. Right. No, but Justin Bieber. It's just like weird lines and shit, I think. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Just some dumb looking. Yeah, yeah. and then he, he looked um, paler than me. He also stopped bathing 
like pale ass all. motherfucker fucking day well, walker. I might have a beat on the bathing thing. How long has it been since he's bathed? <laughs> he would go he would bathe like maybe once a year. Oh, I got him beat. <laughs> he also apparently while whacked out on meth one night, took a Dremel tool and filed his teeth down into fangs. Fucking A, man. Oh, can you imagine that? Like on right your there teeth. on your fucking oh, skull. Oh my god. On that meth? makes me <laughs> yeah, and on meth. meth too. Probably easier to do on meth. And the house he was living in is just like in suburbia. It's you just guys like want a regular to go do suburbia some meth neighborhood. And file our teeth down? Nah. Whatever. I like my teeth. In the house, it was just fucking like filled with trash, like literally with trash mm. and uh, carcasses of like dying dead animals. And he had like dogs that would just do what the fuck ever, shit and piss everywhere. People would come over because it was like a free-for-all zone. Like a, you could just, it's like a party house in suburbia. And they would come in and it was pretty much the where you could just do whatever you wanted. So people would literally take a fucking shit in the corner of the room. Um, they would fucking, it was like free, like drug abuse going on. Uh, fucking orgies, which I guess is, it, it's not the kind of, a place filled with human shit and people that don't bathe doesn't make me want to have sex. <laughs> But maybe it has a different effect on other people. They need more of this in the next Rockstar game that comes out. Like if it's uh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah, like Azusa Agarod. Yeah, this dude does have a little bit of a Trevor Phillips vibe, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of I guess what I was thinking of. Yeah, just this completely insane character where you just go over and do whatever the fuck. Yeah, and he had like a, supposedly like a charismatic nature about him. Like people were kind of drawn to him and would want to be in his circle and hang out with him. This guy smells really bad. <laughs> and he's he's definitely got chicken carcasses in his couch, but he's got a nice smile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude had like three fiancés, like at the same time, who were all aware of each other. It wasn't like he was like running some kind of game. You know, that picture that Morgan showed, he does have that weird gaze about him that's kind of like Rasputin or um, Charles Manson. You know, people who you hear about being incredibly charismatic, but a picture of them looks freaky. Hitler. Hitler yeah, was, yeah. I mean, described as like, this is a guy you would not want to hang out and talk to in a bar. Oh. I mean, he was creepy looking. Amazon has a special on him called The Devil You Know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's how I found out about it. You watch the thing? Well, Kristen was watching it one day when I went over to her place. It's called The Devil You Know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so this dude, um, he had like uh, three fiancés, uh, Dixie, Amber, who went by the name Bubbles. Dixie. And Crystal, all very southern girl names. It sounds like um, that Rob Zombie movie like house of a thousand corpses what the devil's rejects this made me think of the devil's rejects like a girlfriend named dixie i'm i'm sorry to the viewers guys this is that house this is what joseph was talking about this is what it looked like in there yeah oh my god it's fucking disgusting you can see shit you can see like turds and stuff on the fucking ground there was literal (laughs) shit Literal shit everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! That kind of, that's interior. That looks like yeah, Skid Row, inside, yeah. like in L.A. All the- and he he was trying to make like a like you said he was trying to make like a Charles Manson type thing. That's he wanted kind of like. like a murder family cult thing going on. Wow. Yeah. He often bragged about killing random strangers and homeless folks. Wow. That'll get you on the list. Yeah. Um, but he was apparently he was a very pleasant child. Like as a child, he was a very pleasant child to be around. His name, his neighbor uh, Carmen Duke, would watch him. <laughs> Carmen San Diego <laughs> would watch him sometimes and said that he loved horror movies and would like to pretend to be a vampire. I guess there is a certain amount of uh, you know should little kids be watching horror movies, but you know I watched horror movies as a little kid and I don't live in human shit. That, I don't know homeless that, people. I don't know that has the positive effect that you think it does, Joseph. <laughs> Saying that you did that and you turned out fine. <laughs> Never mind. I don't get Keep it. Keep going. <laughs> okay. 
Like, I did it, and I'm perfectly okay. But are you? I am, yeah. Whatever. Well, you're not a serial killer. I've definitely yes. yeah. seen a duke in your corner. Have you? No. Oh. I was like, what? <laughs> not in Joseph's corner. <laughs> you you said duke, and I pictured a dude with like a thin, pointy mustache <laughs> and a pointy beard. <laughs> I'm trying to like a joke, frilly collar. I'm but like, you're looking at me like I'm really attacking you. I'm just making jokes. I am the Duke of Joseph's yeah. Corner. <laughs> Archduke. Yeah. I have all kinds of royalty at my house. <laughs> I'm the Duke that started World War One. <laughs> okay, at Franz Ferdinand. At age yeah. eight, <laughs> yeah, his mother, um, Sylvia, or whatever her fucking name is, Sylvia. I forgot her name. His mother had him. Uh, institutionalized because he was becoming violent and abusive and taking shits in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, uh, the neighbor Carmen, you know, felt that this was totally inappropriate. Like it was maybe an overreaction to his behavior and that maybe putting him in institution made things worse for him because institutions might be terrible places. Now, how was Carmen other than being a neighbor? How was Carmen, was she like sleeping with him? No, no, he was eight at the time. Oh, okay. So there was, yeah, there's not like a pedophile thing going on here. Carmen's just like a like a normal human being. And she's like, "Don't put your eight year old in the fucking institution." Yeah, it's like not you know, just love your kid more. Because they came by and asked her for her fucking opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, Cynthia had a drinking problem, I think. Oh, and um, a uh, probably some other issues because she's, I don't know. She's given her kid alcohol. She's yeah. the one who was buying alcohol for her kid. Okay. So that he could go to school drunk to help chill him out or something. So this house where like everything happens that Pazuzu was a part of. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. What's that shock artist name? Is it Gigi Allen? Yes, Gigi Allen. It does remind me of that. I bet this dude liked Gigi Allen. Yeah, like I'm thinking that he has just as much of a right to not be institutionalized as Gigi Allen does. That guy does crazy, weird stuff on stage for people to see. Not anymore. Oh, he doesn't? Is he dead? He's dead. He did. Oh, I, didn't I know think that. he overdosed. On Duke. On Duke. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, by 13. This kid had uh, stopped communicating with his real father because, you know, him and the mother, the mother and him had separated. So he stopped communicating with his real father. Um, Cynthia's buying him beer to calm him down. He's obviously started doing poorly in school because he's having mental issues and he's on drugs. His high school classmates used to call him turd boy because he smelled bad. (laughs) And we all, it comes full circle. (laughs) I'll show you, turd boy. (laughs) (laughs) His book bag's just full of shit. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm kicking my microphone stand around over here. Dude, we have devolved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So around around age 13, uh, Cynthia starts seeing a dude named uh, Johnny James and trying to, um, you know... Obviously, I would assume that she would be trying to get a stable man in the in the equation so that everyone, all three of them could be more stable in their life. You know, I would assume that's the thinking. That's what I would be doing in that situation if I was a single parent. I'd be trying to add like a constructive person to the mix to maybe fix all of us. John James seemed to be like a good guy. Pazuzu, who is still uh, John Lawson at the time had a real issue with this guy and possibly changed his name. I would assume changed his name because they both had shared the same first name, but he did not like this dude. He went to his mother. He's like, you got to break it off with this dude. I do. I'm not okay with this at all. And she did. Oh, wow. Which kind of indicates that to me that he's starting to run the household. Yeah. This house that I was talking about that was filled with all the shit and trash and people come over there and just say it was like total anarchy and do whatever the fuck you want. That's Cynthia's house. That's like her house with her son oh. living in it. He has run of everything. She has one fucking room that she hides in. And wow. she leaves the room to like, I guess, go, go, go to work and go get drunk or something. I don't know. 
but I personally I would not be able to deal with that. Yeah, I'd have I come to get, home to that shit after a day of work. I would lose my fucking mind. I'd have to get drunk to live in a fucking litter box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you would. Jesus. Oh, well, just imagine like one of those like chess boards on the floor, but instead of chess pieces, it's just like Duke. Different dried pieces of Duke. Checkmate. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting, man. Yeah. So uh. during this process, uh, you know, kids, he finally just stops going to school. Um, at one point, um, there starts coming up these things. There's this guy, uh, Josh Wetzler, 22. He's an easygoing hippie dude, wanted to be a farrier. Bought a property for Equine Rehab Center. What's a farrier? Thank you. Someone who shoes horses. Okay. Well, back in my day, we didn't have fancy automobiles. No siree. Why, well, we had to giddy up on horses, and, well, horses needed shoes, and, well, somebody had to put them on. It was always the farrier. It was always the farrier. Always the... What am I doing? What was I talking about? Jenny? <laughs> okay, this dude with his partner, Stacy Carter, 25, uh, they ran into financial issues and had to let go of the equine center they were working on. Uh, they had a baby and like a little son and they split up and then Josh caught a felony of uh, selling mushrooms, I guess, receiving them through the mail to try and distribute them or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's like a Fed thing right there. Yeah. Um, this guy disappeared July 2009. She, Stacy, his ex, reported him missing uh, seven months later. Uh, this, I guess, was because they were kind of broke up and he kept having to, you know, work odd jobs. I think she just assumed that because of the charge that he was hiding out. Okay. But that he actually just went flat out, went missing. The police. The Josh Wet Wetler guy or whatever. Josh Wetzler, yeah. Yeah, okay. The police said they found his car seven months prior to her making the report with the keys in it, but didn't seem to think it was important or odd. I think that's weird. Yeah. To not even just call and be like, hey, man, what the fuck's your car here? And then not be able to get a hold of anybody and be like, okay, mm -hmm. I don't know. Cops are not obligated in any degree whatsoever to actually solve crimes. They're not. Or help. You know, a cop can stand by legally and watch someone get murdered and they don't have a duty to stop it. That's, I believe it. It's a, it's a legal, it's a court case. What about the oath? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just words. <laughs> Seriously, there was a court case that decided, like, there's no... You, the cop can stand by, wait for you to commit the crime, and then arrest you, but he's got no duty to actually stop the crime from happening. Sorry. Oh, he can arrest you for committing a crime. Right, but, but he's, he's got, not obligated to stop if he a can, crime. Right, so if he sees you, if he sees a guy about to murder someone, he, he's got no obligation to stop the murder, just to stop the murderer after the murder's murdered. Gotcha. It's bigger points if he can catch a murderer. I suppose so. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's kind of like the Minority Report in a way. Like until they've committed the crime, they're not a murderer. But you would think. If you see someone who's clearly trying to murder, that you would stop the murder. But they're not obligated to. Just a weird fact. Okay. Shit. We can move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Morgan. Quit and stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at this point, the police department had already been tipped to Pazuzu murdering and burying someone who turned out to be Josh Schwetzler in wasn't the backyard. Wasn't he bragging about it? I mean, wasn't the guy bragging to people that he... Yeah, who would brag about this stuff? So the neighbor to Pazuzu said that they saw him burying someone in the backyard, essentially. And the cops show up at uh, Pazuzu's place, and they want to look around. And Pazuzu's like, no. Nah. And they're like, okay, well, have a nice day, and left. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have never seen that happen. That's totally a thing. Uh, my brother did it with his car. They wanted to search his car, and he was like, 
nah. And they were like, all right, well, what we'll let you fuck? go this they time. Didn't they, came to to my, they came to my apartment. <laughs> Did you tell them no? I said, no, you may not search my car. And they pulled me out yeah. of the car, handcuffed me, and searched my shit. Yeah, I was with Jason Dunn once and some other person, and he got pulled over and they asked to search his car. He said no, because I think he was studying to be a paralegal at the time. Yeah. And they sat us down and searched his fucking car anyways. Wow. Yeah, they came to my apartment, too. I stayed at Palmetto Point over off of Lake Murray Boulevard, and they came to our apartment. Dude, it was like, I thought they were getting ready to raid us, because they were at the front door, they were at the back door, there was like people running everywhere and stuff. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "Hey, well, I need to get back out to my squad at the back door." He's like, "I need to get back to my squad car. You mind if I cut through here?" And I was like, "I turned around and looked inside, and then I turned back and looked at him, and I was like, nah, dude.'" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "He's like, no." I was like, "Nah, you can't walk through here." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "All right. Well, if I did, I'm just telling you. If I saw this or saw this, you know, but whatever." He was like, "All right." Went back out front. Yeah, because if you let them pass that threshold, they can do whatever the fuck they want, apparently. Yep. But apparently, my experience has been they can just do it anyway. Not even But I'm glad that what's, your experience was different. Yeah, There are legal ways around them to just do what they want. They just have to have... You don't even have to let them pass the threshold. If they can see into your right. house, so don't even open the fucking door. Yeah. Yeah, he saw an ashtray, and he was like, if I did come in and I looked through that ashtray and saw any paraphernalia, you know, then whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's why you're not coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So police had also received an anonymous tip about Pazuzu burying somebody in the backyard. And furthermore, <laughs> this person, Sylvia Labou, who was friends with Bubbles, one of his fiancés. Jesus bragged about bubbles wasn't that michael jackson's monkey yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know bubbles I so. yeah. yeah bubbles i like the name bubbles it's kind of fun uh, sounds yeah. like she'd be fun billy jean wasn't his lover but bubbles was <laughs> yeah <laughs> so when sylvia went over sylvia was friends with bubbles and bubbles was like hey you know meet this guy i've been seeing so they went over there on first meeting, Pazuzu's like bragging about kidnapping, torturing, and murdering a dude who I believe turns out to be this Josh Wetzler dude. They apparently, I guess, kept him in the basement, then killed him later. You know, but he's just bragging about it. He puts in a VHS tape, which is weird because I don't even think VHS was a thing in the 90s. Puts in a VHS yeah, tape, really which was <laughs> supposedly some kind of snuff type film but was not really definitely a snuff film but it had some like just showed a guy walking in the basement and everything i believe sylvia sylvia i believe went to the pd with it and they didn't want to hear anything about it but then sylvia ran into um a friend of stacy who is josh wetzler's ex and exchanged a story while you know meeting this person about this weird person that she met and then they started lining the stuff up. She was like, you need to talk to Stacy. And then Stacy went and complained about it. Jeez. But the police department gets a warrant, searches the place. They don't find anything. Oh. Okay. What about the poo? Did they find the poo? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming they brought dogs or something. But it's oh, like if you bring dogs yeah, and there's dogs and there's poop everywhere. Right. And then it's like. And I, they walk in and it smells like a porta john. They're there's probably too stink. much information for the dog to sort through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you would think they would bring like forensic team. They had pretty good forensic, pretty decent forensics in the '90s. Yeah, well, this is like 2010. Now we're all the way up to oh, actually. I just oh, noticed okay. that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's crazy shit. Then in May in 2010, Pazuzu gets arrested, accused of putting his mother, uh, Cynthia, in a chokehold. While awaiting sentences, he gets involved in another murder and gets like 12 months probation. This leads to like a racism wow. thing because the dude that gets murdered is Black. brown. Yeah. Was he an African-American? He was an African-American. Yeah. Uh, it's a manslaughter charge. Pazuzu and Nick Rizzi. Uh, killed a blind man that they met at a gas station. Damn. They lured him out to a um, 
out to the woods and shot him. Guy's probably name is pretty, Joseph Chandler. Probably pretty easy to lure a blind person. Might be, yeah. Well, it'd be hard for them to fight you off. Yeah. You know? And if the dude's yes. like, if the dude's into drugs and they're like, well, we got drugs, you know, come with us. Let's all go get high, you know? Yeah. And the blind guy obviously can't see Pazuzu's face to realize he's a fucking threat. Yeah. Because if I saw that <laughs> motherfucker, I'd be like, I can get him. in the car with that. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, he definitely is like, somebody stepping dog shit? <laughs> nah, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Now, I'd, I'd heard on some of my research, because I uh, used like a podcast for a lot of this research, oh, cool. that they had actually brought a gun to shoot this dude and went to shoot him. The gun jammed. So they went, one of them went back to the vehicle, got another gun and shot him. So it ends up being a manslaughter charge for Pazuzu. But it seems like there was a lot of forethought into doing this, and I don't see how that would be manslaughter. Yeah. I am also... Not a lawyer. Yeah, who knows what twists and turns. And, like, with the forensics thing, I think there has to be, like, a crime. Like, they have to know a crime's committed before they use those resources, right? So when they initially go look at this person's thing, they're not going to bring forensics You're right. They would come in, and if they found a piece of evidence linked to the crime, then they would fucking close it off and police tape it. And, and I could definitely place, see cops being like, I'm not digging. Yeah. That human place feces. was so nasty. They were probably like, I do not even want to fucking go in here. Yeah. So the guys killed a couple people. Let's go get coffee. <laughs> okay. On September 11th <laughs> or September, uh, 2011, Amber bubbles, Birch, his, uh, fiance is accused of slapping and choking Cynthia Lawson. She gets 12 months probation. Was it Cynthia or Sylvia? Or is Cynthia. Okay. I I messed it up before. I think because when you say Sylvia, I keep thinking that uh, what was that like Doctor Brownstone in the medicine band or something? Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's leaving. You said Doctor Brownstone. That was like one of those glam rock bands. Um, what was the name of that? Cinderella or something? No, this is like a. Sixty is like a hippie band. Anyway, sorry. I don't know what you're Sylvia's talking about. Sylvia's mother? Y'all never heard Sylvia's mother? You fucking oh, living in another reality, bud. Need some new friends. Am I? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> October fifth, twenty fourteen. I am on ketamine right now, so <laughs> <laughs> They just give me that stuff to walk around with. I'm going to snort some ketamine and go drive around. (laughs) After more more reports of bodies in the backyard had come in, the police department searched 2749 Knob Hill home, which is the address. I don't know why I haven't mentioned that before. Anyway, the police police go out in the backyard and found two bodies, killed 2009, two men. One of them's Josh Wetzler. And the other one's this guy named uh, Tommy Dean Welch. Pazuzu killed Wetzler in 2009, and Bubbles helped him bury the body. So they were buried. They didn't just go in, because you said found in the backyard. It's like shallow they, grave. They trip over them. It's got to be a shallow grave. Yeah. yeah. You try and dig a six-foot grave, and you will learn why people do shallow graves. <laughs> <laughs> six feet is a long way to dig, man. Dude, no shit. Go rent a backhoe. <laughs> 18 inches is a long way to dig. Yeah, it is. So uh, Bubbles killed Welch, and Pazuzu helped uh, bury that body. Tommy Welch was walking home and ran into uh, Pazuzu. They lured him back to the house and killed him. They each get one count of murder. Some of this stuff, like this was all going on while Cynthia was living in the house. And from what I understand, she had witnessed, I think it was Pazuzu holding a gun on Josh, and just kind of was like, you know, I just too early in the morning for this or whatever. <laughs> and like yeah. just fucking left and went to work or went back in her room Damn. and said that she heard like popping sounds, you know? Right. Because, I mean, I believe it was like a twenty two rifle, which you can kill somebody with one shot from a twenty two. I would do it more than once if I was doing it. Yeah. Anyway, um, a similar type thing <laughs> happened when, you know, his fiance murdered the other guy, um, Tommy Welch. Well, you heard it here first. Joseph is a thorough murderer. <laughs> you know, do it, do it right. No half-assing. Yeah. All right, so in uh, 
April 2015, the house, it's ends up, I go, think, going into default on the loan or whatever. Cynthia's house? Yeah. Okay. Gets repossessed. And then obviously the bank's like, like you know, this is a fucking loss and demolishes the house. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the neighborhood kind of came up and came out and made an event out of it. I guess I am assuming this neighborhood was not one of those HOA type neighborhoods, but it, <laughs> from the appearance of the house, it looked like it was like a suburbia neighborhood, but like maybe yeah. an older one, you know, there's shit in the floor, but it's got good curb appeal. <laughs> <laughs> now, in uh, May 2015, Pazuzu is delivered from Forsyth County Jail to Central Prison in Raleigh for, quote unquote, safe keeping. Uh, safekeeping, I guess, is what they do with prisoners when there's like uh, mental issues going on, like suicide stuff, mm. or like I guess if they're uh, like in danger of being murdered by the other prisoners or whatever. So I guess I would assume like if you were like a police officer or something, you might be in safekeeping as well. Wonder if they keep like pedophiles in safekeeping because those guys are just hunted in prison, aren't they? I don't know. Um, the guys I've talked to have been in prison refer to uh refer to it as if they're just kind of walking around with everybody else oh they call him uh oh what do they call him? It was some weird and i was like he said it and i was like you mean child molester and he's like yeah chomo <laughs> yeah chomo yeah <laughs> he's like you know this chomo you know helped me do this thing you know learn you know learn how to do this like scam or something and i was like you mean a child molester and he's like yeah i was like oh okay <laughs> it's all it's awful, I don't dude. Feel good about that nickname. <laughs> it's too friendly, isn't it? Yeah. Saturday Night Live did that fucking sketch where they made a robot child molester called Robo Chomo, <laughs> and I don't know how they got away with it. Oh God, that is awful, dude. Anyway, uh, <laughs> October twenty eighth, twenty fifteen, Pazuzu commits suicide. He oh. dies from severe blood loss. From an artery in the pit of his left elbow. It's not entirely known how he did it because, you know, they kind of try to keep you away from stuff that you can kill yourself with when you're on a suicide watch. Are they sure it was suicide? Uh, the, the urban legend is that he, because he had his teeth sharpened like fangs, just bit his artery open. Ah, okay. Yeah. The urban legend. That's, maybe, the, that's the legend. Maybe what, the poos got him. What's the coroner's report? Um, severe blood loss from artery in the left. Oh, okay. oh shit! Have left elbow. <laughs> like, he did, like he ripped his like wrist out. Like you could out. bite your left elbow almost. Hit, yeah. I don't you know. cannot I bite, bite your elbow. Let's you all try and lick our elbows. Yeah, you can't. You, <laughs> I can't quite get my elbow. You can't get the elbow, but you can do the pit. The pit. The ditch. I think is what they call this it. This is why we need video. Yes. <laughs> so we can yeah, record ourselves trying to lick stuff. our, yeah. <laughs> lick our elbows. <laughs> hey, guys, double guns. <laughs> you know, and uh, March 19th, 2017, Bubbles pled guilty to second-degree murder, armed robbery, and accessory after the fact of murder. I just pictured the monkey in courtroom with, like, a cigarette <laughs> and a fucking, like, little hat, a little yeah, monkey hat. Just over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guilty. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I'll be out before you finish yeah. dinner tonight. <laughs> Just move this along, Yana. <laughs> she gets 30 years and eight months. Um, she shot Tommy Welch two times with a 22 caliber rifle while he sat on a couch. Crystal Matlock, June, uh, June 5th, 2017, Crystal Matlock pled guilty to conspiracy after the fact and first degree murder. She helped bury Josh Wetzler. She got uh, three years and two months. I, you know, I kind of feel like maybe some of this is mom's fault. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I don't know, kind of feel like the system sort of failed this guy too. But it's hard to, I don't know. The guy just seemed like a, just a reprehensible ah. scumbag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I blame the system. The mom sound. I mean, she was. I think, him I, alcohol. I think maybe it's fair to say there's a lot of blame to spread around. It's important to find people to blame, <laughs> but there's a, you know there's enough to spread around in this situation. Yeah, you know because any one thing going a different way could have maybe put a stop to this before a second murder occurred, or maybe even before a first murder occurred, or even because I mean, dude would fucking depending on how you feel, 
you know, he would regularly like kill rabbits and like smear the blood all over himself and shit as before part of his like occult. Before thing he, he was, was doing. drinking at, at a young age. When he was drinking at a young age, yeah. Like it was part of his like ritual thing. He was trying to start a new religion. Like he joined up with, uh, you know, satanic church type thing, but felt like their stuff was too vanilla. I <laughs> yeah, think. They weren't extreme enough. Yeah, because yeah, satanic church is mostly religious. It, well, it's mostly not a fucking about killing animals needlessly. And yeah, stuff. it's they don't secular really do that kind type of shit. stuff. It's more you know? keep religion separate from state. Yeah, so he yeah. was trying to start his own sort of cult thing. Oh, yeah. so he's like in there like, you guys don't worship Satan at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, so he'd do like a little blood drinking and then some <laughs> other people in the room at the party would be like, oh, cool, and they'd do some blood drinking and, then, you know. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Come in. We got ice in the freezer. There's some poo in the corner. <laughs> Uh, bloodlettings over in uh, room 2A. Oh my God, yeah. We got some like blood in the fridge. We got hip C. We got O positive. Like There's our commercial right there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pazuzu's house of fuck. All right. So Great. that's it. I got my stuff from a podcast. I don't know. Should I? Yeah, plug them. Okay. It's called allthatsinteresting.com and a podcast named True Crime Guys Podcast. All right, so that's the topic I got. Um, Great. There's a, like you said, there's a thing on Amazon Prime, I believe. I think Netflix might have something as well. The Devil You Know. Mm. Nice. I don't know if I want to watch it. eh. Yeah, it was kind of, when I was doing the research, as I was doing it, I was getting more like, ugh, this kind of. Grossing me out, yeah. bumming me out, and yeah, you know, I need to go back to doing like uh, fun conspiracy stuff. Fun. Have a good evening. <laughs> Have a good morning. Quit listening to our show. My balls need to be warmed up. Morgan's balls need to be warmed up. I was shaving my balls this morning in the shower, and I I kind of lifted them up and got them so that I could like get under them and shit, you know, and yeah. really get around the scrotum sack. She's not used to seeing my balls being handled like that. And I fucking skinned my nut sack, but it drew <laughs> blood and it bled. It bled yeah. and it kept bleeding. Mm, nice. It might be bleeding now. I don't know. <laughs> Beard That's bib. how I do my nut sack. I got like two strings that are suction cup to the mirror and I just pull my nut sack out towards the mirror and shave it. You just get like a board and you just pin yeah. it down with a drywall yeah. screw yeah. so it's all stretched out. <laughs> it's real easy to shave in. It's all smooth. <laughs> like dead bugs. Like what you do with dead butterflies and yeah, shit. Just you put pins <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a fucking stamp collector in there. <laughs> all right. Went up too high. <laughs> All right. Eric's too high. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here.